Good morning on this Sunday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. As we consider being able to hear and being able to see the supernatural or the kingdom of God or the things of the Spirit, so many names that we can call it or so many ways that we can go with this, Jesus had a secret But it's not a secret because it's actually shown unto us in the scripture that he would get up a great while early in the morning and go and spend time before the Father or with the Father. And of course, that included the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit that had come and remained on Jesus all those three and a half years was of the most valuable to him than anyone else on the earth. It was during those times that Jesus was revealed and was shown what he had to do throughout the day. Notice what I'm saying. Because Jesus' actions were exactly that. He always acted on something. He always knew what to do. The reason of knowing what to do was not a reaction to a certain situation, a circumstance, or a crisis, or something that he was going through, but it was always an action that he took. He always knew. Uh, We've used the example of Philip when they were feeding the 5,000. When he questioned Philip, it wasn't like he didn't know what to do. He knew exactly what he was going to do. But it was an object lesson for his disciples and for Philip. And we begin to see that. Now, We've been reading and we've been uh, looking at the book of John, chapter 5, and we've been reading from verse 19. We're going to actually look at a few more verses today, and uh, let's uh, just uh, reiterate a little bit of what we covered yesterday. Jesus had rebuked the church of Laodicea, and we had made mention that that church is representative of the age that we live in today. He said, I counsel thee to buy of me gold. Tried in the fire that you may be rich and white remnant uh, that thou may be clothed and that the thy shame of thy nakedness does not appear. And anoint thy eyes with eye salve that thou may see. And we had talked about that, that it was a medicine that was given or used uh, for the eyelids, whether they were inflamed or infected, uh, to help them. Uh, when that happens, when one, one wants to keep their eyes uh, closed and our eyes need to be open to the things of God. He rebukes them in verse 17 of Revelation uh, chapter 3. He calls them, uh, uh, he says, Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knoweth not that you are wretched, miserable, poor, and blind, and naked. Now, There are some astonishing words that Jesus uses that uh, at the end many people are going to come and say unto him, Lord, Lord, 
You know, didn't we cast out devils in your name? Didn't we heal the sick? Didn't we do these things? And Jesus is going to say to them, depart from me, you uh, workers of iniquity or, or evil workers. I knew you not. Now, part of understanding what eternal life is, is in John chapter 17, in verse 3. And this is eternal life, that they might know thee, the one and only true God, and Jesus whom thou hast sent, or Jesus, uh, you know, the Son of the living God. Meaning that there has to be an acquaintance with that is deepened and has depth. There has to be a relationship. In the book of Psalms, Psalm 119, the scripture talks about the psalmist saying, Lord, order my steps in thy word. So he talks about walking, walking. Of course, we've also learned in Psalm 119 that your word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path. Now, when we hear terms that Abraham walked with God, Enoch walked with God, uh, basically God walked with Adam and with Eve, and uh, Noah walked with God. See, these are, are terms that we find, and we just seem to to kind of, have them just go over our heads without fully recognizing the importance. Many times we seem to interpret that, say, oh, uh, Noah spent a couple of uh, minutes with God and, and God showed him something and that was it. And that's how, you know, he became uh, who he was. But the scripture says that even Enoch, he walked with God for so long that God just took him and he was no more. Meaning that the relationship, the fellowship that existed was one of, we both talk, we both listen, and you obey, and I will hear your prayers, and I will answer your prayers. I will show you things to come. I will give you commandments to obey. You stop and think about Noah. He was told to build an ark. He had never built an ark before. He didn't complain to God and say, wait a minute, you know, I'm not equipped. We need to get an architectural firm involved in here. We need to get some heavy duty uh, uh, construction uh, people involved. And, you know, we're going to have to get the logging company involved so we can cut down logs. Notice, he didn't do that. This is in the book of Genesis in chapter 6, which eventually we'll get to out of so many things that I have to share with you. But nonetheless, he obeyed. Abraham obeyed God. God says, Abraham, I want you to give me your son, Isaac, your one and only son. He didn't question it. He didn't doubt it. He just obeyed. And I imagine it must have been interesting for Enoch, who had such revelations that were given to him, and he was a preacher of righteousness, uh, just like Noah was. He was a preacher of righteousness. These individuals depended upon the grace of God, not upon their own merits or works. 
Just like even Job, he depended upon the mercy of God, not upon himself. Yet all of these individuals walked with God in a special way. But the special way to us seems to be like, wow, it had to be some secret or some... But it actually simply means that they walked in a relationship with God 24-7. It was not something that was religious. It was not something that they did, okay, you know, today's Saturday or today's Sunday or today's Tuesday, you know, time to go to church and, you know, spend my time. No, they walked with the Lord. And that is what Jesus did. So when we listen to John 5.19, and we're going to actually do a twofold thing. We're going to see how God showed him things and how God spoke to him. To show him or to obey these things. It says in John 5.19. Then answered Jesus and said unto them. Verily, verily, I say unto you. The son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the father do. It uses the word see. To observe. To pay attention. That, that means that. Uh, at some point, he was aware of, he was looking at, he was regarding, he had the sight to see or to take heed to what was shown him. And as I've said, you must be born again if you're going to see the kingdom of God. Well, for Jesus, since he had not sinned uh, and the Holy Spirit had come upon him, these things as he spent time with the Father, spent time with the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, walking in the things of God, God showed him these things. He cannot do nothing. In other words, before Jesus healed the blind man, before Jesus did a miracle, before Jesus raised the dead, he already knew ahead. Even before Lazarus died, Jesus already knew that he was going to die. He knew that he was going to have to wait four days. He also knew that he was going to go have to go raise him from the dead. See, it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like, oh my God, you know, what am I going to do? He knew because he had already spent time with the Father and he was shown the things that needed to be done, when to be done, where to be done, even why they needed to be done and how they should be done. And many times we seek God's direction in our lives and we'll spend a, a few words in prayer, a few things here and there, and then, you know, hope that uh, it'll work out without really investing truly in walking with God during the day, throughout the day, thinking, meditating, going over the scripture, trying to with all our inner being to listen to what God wants to show us and speak to us, not going about our business, but going about his business. Even Jesus at the age of 12 already knew how to go about his father's business. Now, it says the son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do. That is what Jesus would do. That means if he saw the Father just heal one person out of a multitude, then only one person is all that Jesus was going to heal. 
If he saw the Father heal the multitude, then Jesus was going to heal the multitude. For whatsoever he does, whatever the Father does, these also does the Son likewise. In verse number 20, it says, For the Father loves the Son and showeth him. Once again, we find he is shown. Uh, the word that is used there, basically it means to literally show, to put a display on, to be able to uh, point out. It shows, he shows him all things that he himself does. So whatever the father is planning to do or is doing, that is exactly what he would show the son. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. In other words, notice once again, you see the father in verse 19. In verse 20, the father shows him all things and he will show him even greater than these that you may marvel. In verse 21, it says, For as the Father raises the dead and quickens them, notice the words, even so, the Son quickens whom's, whom he wills. Verse number, that was verse number 21. Uh, verse number 26, John 5, 26. For as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. That's why Jesus says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. In him was life. He that has the Son has life. He that has not the Son has not life. It says in five, uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 27, And he has given him authority to execute judgment, also because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. Notice, everybody that is in the grave is going to be able to hear. That means they haven't ceased to exist. That means that they're still conscious if you're able to hear. Then it says in John 5.30, I can of my own self do nothing. Then it says... As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own, but the will of the Father that has sent me. What was Jesus saying? The Father, I can do nothing except what I see the Father do, that he is doing. Then he says, I can do nothing of my own self, but whatever I do do in word, in action, in deed, it's going to be true. It's going to be just because I'm seeking the Father and His will. Whatever I hear and whatever I see come from the Father first. And I obey what the Father says and I do what I see the Father does. In John 5, 37, uh, wrapping this up, And the Father Himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. You have neither heard His voice at any time, nor seen His shape. Once again, the connection between hearing and seeing is made. 
because Jesus walked with God as Noah did and as all the others before him. Well, anyway, consider this. How is your eyesight and your hearing while walking? Consider that food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.